Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E with Modern Rehab Mastery, Modern Manual Therapy, the Eclectic Approach, Edge Mobility System, and UpDoc Media. My co-host is... Dr. Andrew Rothschild with um, Modern Patient Education. All right. So I used to be a manual therapy uh, fellowship mentor in three different fellowship programs. So uh, back when we started, I was probably quite a bit more pathoanatomical than I used to be. Um, and naturally, as part of a fellowship program, we had to teach all the convexities and cavities and arthrokinematics. And one of my favorite mentees was a, a local PT who uh, is now a researcher, and you can actually probably find him on some of yours and I's favorite researchers. He actually um, got his PhD under Joel Bielowski. Wow. So you can see him on his latest paper, the one that I actually refer all my modern manual therapy subscribers and students to read. Um, and I can link that in the show notes there. It basically talks about the, me the mechanisms of manual therapy yep. and the papers that they, that he first wrote. That's kind of like the original one I referred to the seminal paper that everyone should read was from 2008. And then he re they revised it in 2018 and within 10 years, the conclusion is almost still the same, that we still know more about what is not going on rather than what is going on. It's interesting to read, but you're a fan of Bielowski, right? Oh, absolutely. I think I've, I've done that article, at least maybe the, uh, the 2008 one on, uh, on the Journal of Common Sense. Right. Maybe we should update it for the 2018 one. Probably. Do you have it? No, I'll go get it right now. All right. Well, or I could just send it to you. Not like I have it or share art articles freely. So Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so my buddy, who is one of the authors on the most recent paper, we were studying thrust manipulation. It was one of those things that I love practicing and I love teaching, uh, but everyone has their own favorite techniques. And even though we've all probably forgotten more techniques than we learned, we do the ones typically, just like with any techniques that we are proficient at, the ones we can sell, the ones that work better for our body mechanics, and we felt more comfortable doing. So for whatever reason, I never like doing rib thrust manipulations. How about you? Not very often. The only time I ever do one is more like higher up and like your maybe second, third costo transverse area. But that's really the only time I do it with some stubborn shoulder pain. Yeah. I used to try to do rib thrust, the first rib thrust manipulation, but I just felt like all I ever did was like jam the upper trap, you know, and it's usually such so hypertonic and so tender that it never really worked that well to push as hard and as fast as I could into the upper trap. And I never got a cavitation, so I kind of gave it up. And I also just felt like the ribs attached to the thoracic spine, and I can just mash on that, you know, as hard as as fast as I can because specificity doesn't matter and the ribs are bound to move anyway, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I hadn't practiced a rib thrust probably since I learned it. And he was probably going to get. Let's go in first FAOMPT testing in maybe 2012 or 2010. And then I got 
uh, certified and I learned thrust in 2003 or four. So it'd been a good, maybe six to eight years that it, since I had done a rib thrust and it's like, Hey, Hey, you know what, how about, can you practice the supine technique? Very similar to like a supine where you roll over your hand as a fulcrum, except for you just move it a little bit more lateral. You put your hand on the rib angle. And I was like, you know, I just don't really feel comfortable. He's like, God, come on. You know, you're, you're awesome at every manipulation. You're my mentor. I, I trust you. So as I, I'm rolling them over and I'm like, oh, how hard could this be? Uh, as I start to roll them over into my hand, he starts to stick a finger up and tell me to wait. And normally one of the things that I do in the middle of like a, a supine roll is I, I roll them over and I t- take, tell them to take a deep breath in. And I do the, um, during the exhale, I just quickly kind of roll them over. And then in the beginning of the exhale, instead of the end of the exhale, when they're expecting it, I do the thrust. So as I, because he thought I was still in the middle of the technique, he's like kind of raising a hand and opening his mouth and tell me, telling me to stop because he's feeling like a, a very uncomfortable uh, pain in his rib right where my hand is. But right before he does that, I knock the wind out of him and do the thrust. And he like, he doubled over, had radiating rib pain um, all around, like, you know, like a thoracic dermatome, like his entire rib hurt. And I thought for sure that I fractured his rib. Oh, I didn't fracture his rib, but his rib was sore for probably like, I don't know, a couple of weeks. And I think he pretty much had to do his fellowship testing with a sore rib. And, uh, he's like, Oh, you know, I was about to stop you, but you just thrusted so fast. And I'm like, yeah, that's like one of my things, you know, like I, I try to do the thrust before you're expecting it. Otherwise when you expect it, people tend to tense up, even if you are a PT, you know? Right. So I really learned that you, you probably shouldn't practice thrusts that you haven't done in eight years (laughs) on someone when you are unsure of it and you don't want to do it yourself. At least it was on a PT who understands the, uh, what, what's going on and you know what uh, is not probably quite as uh, upset as a patient would be yeah i'd like to say we both laughed at it but at that point laughing was also hurting him because <laughs> of the rib movement but uh yeah i felt like i had i felt like i was learning manipulation all over again at that point and i think i'm very proficient but um there's a reason why i never liked that manipulation that's for sure yeah, and that's and that's one of those ones, especially for older people. I I definitely uh, even even sometimes doing just you know prone PAs. I've I've uh, in the in years past have made a couple uh, elderly individuals a little bit sore just because um, you know especially the ribs can be you know someone who might have any osteopenia potential that can be a, a, a certainly an area that could be a little bit more higher risk. Yeah. I think also there, there was a certain nocebo to that technique or any rib technique when uh, one of the guys who I was studying with for my manual therapy cert- certificate with the University of St. Augustine, this is, I don't know if it's true or not, because it's not like I ever verified this, but when we were studying and learning all the hundreds and hundreds of manipulations, he said something like, at some point, every single one of the faculty here has fractured a rib. <laughs> and I was like, that's not a great track record. So I'm sorry, University of St. Augustine, I'm not trying to throw shade on you or anything. That's just what I heard. And that kind of put it in my head where I just thought, I don't really want to try that. I don't even ever want to try that, especially if the rib's going to move, if I just manipulate the thoracic spine and that really doesn't have any of the kind of contraindications that you ever hear for cervical spine or lumbar spine. Like fracture is the major contraindications that we teach 
that you learn about, but it doesn't really occur in the literature enough for you to even ever hear about it. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, the first rule is, uh, is do no harm. And uh, it's probably okay if you're doing CPR, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, right, it's right. potentially not like to be a good side effect from a, uh, a manual technique. Yeah, a little bit of thoracic pain and pain with deep breath and pain with rotation is no, uh, it's not a life or death situation. Right. Yeah. All right, Andrew. So where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at, at @spearphysio and modernpatienteducation.com. Yeah, something I've been forgetting to mention on all my outros, you can find me on different social medias at modmt.com slash Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. Make sure to check out Modern Rehab Mastery, where Andrew, myself, and Kyle Coffey teach our various courses and our expertise. Andrew's Modern Patient Education, I'm Modern Manual Therapy, and Kyle's Modern Strength Training. So you get BFR, Modern Manual Therapy, Manual Therapy the Easy Way, and Andrew's uh, expertise in pain science, mindfulness, breathing, recovery, nutrition, and exercise and movement. So we think that's one of a kind. You get one month with each mentor, all of our online courses. So a, th- a three-month program in total. Um, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. And if you like Untold Physio Stories, go to untoldphysiostories.com. Click the subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or iTunes. And make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Tell everyone you know about our podcast. Subscribe to Modern Manual Therapy on themanualtherapist.com. So you get on our email list and get discounts to edgemobilitysystem.com, my eShop with BFR, ISTM, full online courses, and more. And as always, you guys have a great day.